0: Welcome to another episode of Business Tech Unraveled. I'm your host, Zakia Ringold, and the goal of this podcast is to help new business owners demystify what's going on with the tech in order to grow their business online. I'm really excited about today's episode because I get to infuse both my training background and my experience as an entrepreneur because in the training world over my 20 year career, I oversaw professional development. I would build courses, whether that be instructor led or online courses, I would create accountability groups and uh, pick out coaches and all of that for the various leadership teams that my department was responsible for. And so there is a bit of a shift that occurs when you go to a solopreneur because there is no training department, there is no training budget per se. That's managed by a company when you are working full time but when you go to a solopreneur or your own business owner, you are the one that's figuring out your professional development to move your business in the direction that you want it to go and that is where the world of either free entrepreneurial programs, online courses, coaches, and all of that in between starts to come into play. But if you are not a savvy business owner, when it comes to deciding where you are going to invest that money for your professional development, it can become challenging, frustrating, and sometimes a bit over. Well, emotional damage and I put emotional damage in there because you're not really sure if number one, the person has what you need that's going to get you to your ultimate goal or maybe even what it is that you actually need. So what I'm going to try and do is just put the different experts into four categories And then hopefully these categories will help you decide are these or which ones are or are not what you need. Are you ready? Okay, so let's go. So in no particular order, the four C's are consultants, coaches, coaches, and contractors. I know it's a mouthful and sometimes they do intertwine. Sometimes one person does one thing. Sometimes they do both. Sometimes they do all. But where it becomes tricky is understanding where you are in your business and which one is going to serve your needs and not their own. So let's look at this from the perspective of someone who has decided that they want to start a new business. They've never done it before. How can they leverage these four C's? Do they need them all? Do they need one of them or none of them? So let's take a look at it. Let's unpack it a little bit. Whenever you think about a consultant, that is going to be a person that gives advice or provides a blueprint for you in terms of the steps that you need in order to effectively start your business. So let's say I was looking for a new business consultant, someone who could help me with systems. And I was trying to set up shop in let's say Philadelphia, but I also wanted an online presence. Maybe that consultant would tell me where I need to register, how I can go about getting my EIN number set up, the type of business I want to set up, whether that be an LLC or a sole proprietor. Or this is where you go to make sure that you can collect and pay sales tax and all of those things kind of giving me more of a checklist in a particular order to do those things and based on their expertise, they're the consultant. They're not actually going to do the work, but they're going to point me in the right direction. It is then up to me to figure out if I want to, number one, do it myself, or number two, have it done for me. And if I decide to go the DIY route, let's say a part of that consultant saying to me is, You need to establish an online presence in order for you to start marketing and promoting your products and services well the first thing that comes to mind is do i know how to set up that online presence or what are those components that i'm going to need so they may be able to tell me hey you need a website you need social media you need email management a client relationship management system a way of invoicing, contracting proposals, project management solutions, they may be my systems consultant to be able to tell me which types of systems I should consider as a small business owner. So once they have given me that blueprint, it's up to me to figure out how to fill that blueprint in. And this is where course, coach, or contractor comes into play. Now, Deciding on a course or a contractor is probably going to be dependent on your budget and your time. So if you are doing this on the side and you have some money that you can allocate to pay someone to do it for you, or do you actually have a really great last quarter, right? So now you have some money to allocate for someone to be able to do the heavy lifting. You don't have the time, but you have the money to pay someone. Um, So that's where a contractor would come in. You could pay someone to do the things that that consultant has laid out for you. Conversely, you may need to learn how to do it yourself. Maybe you don't have the extra money to be able to pay someone to do it full time. And that is where a course comes in. But I want to make a very clear distinction between a course and a coach. Because what I'm seeing in the online space is very, very troubling. Bruh. <laughs> very troubling. A course is designed for you to be able to change a knowledge, skill, or behavior. It's very frustrating, disheartening, and any other negative word that you can think of when I am seeing courses and challenges that are just Vaguely veiled as coaching programs because, in that space, it's all about mindset, 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 and no real knowledge transfer, which is the purpose of a course. A course is designed in order to teach you something, in order to change your knowledge, your skill, or give you an ability, or change your behavior towards something. And what I'm finding is master classes, challenges, and they're promising that you're going to be able to do something at the end, but there is no actual transformation happening in those coaching programs that are being called courses. The distinction between a course and a coach is that a coach is really meant to pull something out of you that already exists. And so it is up to you to identify based on the objectives that you have and what they say is going to be taught and how it's going to be taught. Is it actually going to give you the knowledge that you need if you're searching for a course to move forward? So remember, when you are looking at a course versus a coaching program, a course should be teaching you a new piece of knowledge, a new skill or an ability So if you are someone where your consultant has said, hey, you're going to have to build a website, you want to look for a course that teaches you how to build the website, not why you should change your mindset on building a website, because at the end of the day, you're not going to have a finished product. And a coach, conversely, if you want to think about, um, let me see, what's the best way? A football team. The coach does not get out there on the field and throw the ball or catch the ball or make the tackles. They are coaching their players. They are helping them to get past roadblocks. They see things that the individual players can't see so that they can perform at their highest potential. And sometimes you absolutely need a coach. You may have those mindset blocks around finances. When you're trying to price your products and your services, or to go into a new product line or a new service line, you might have mindset blocks around other things. So that's when you're going to seek out a coach. But I want you to be aware that you're not going to be able to necessarily have the skill set to do a technical thing if you don't already internally have it using a coach, right? And the last C is that contractor. And let's say, for example, uh, or no, I will give you a very clear example here. In the movie, Set It Off, there was a guy, I, I think he was the boss for the cleaning folks, and he said, young lady, there are three people in this world I don't mess with, the I, the R, and the S. So as a business owner, one thing that we have to do is pay our taxes. I would not try to go to a course or a coach and learn how to do QuickBooks or get my mindset right around filing taxes to make sure I do my Schedule C's correctly and all. No, I am going to go to an expert in terms of an accountant or a certified financial planner for any kind of retirement stuff so that I know that the information and the things are done appropriately. So a contractor is that person that is going to roll up their sleeves and do it for you. So I'm hoping that as you listen to this podcast, you find out what is your very next step that you need in your business. If you don't know, seek out a consultant to help you figure out what is that blueprint? And they should have some success in that area that they are attempting to consult you with. If you figure out that it's a technical skill, that you actually have the time and the interest to be able to learn how to do it yourself and apply it, seek out a course so that you know the skills and you're able to get the things that you need done for yourself. And if you're someone that's struggling with roadblocks or you're just not sure, like, you know what the next step is, but for whatever reason, you can't take it. It's not a knowledge gap, but there's something else holding you back from moving forward. Then you want to consider a coach. And then if you're like me and you know your limits and your ability or the time that you have and it just won't get done unless you outsource it. And that's just something that you're not interested in doing. That's when you want to hire a contractor. So even your administrative things, right, if if it takes you two hours to create a flyer and you want to think about what is your hourly rate, if you're working in an hourly rate, can you pay someone to do that because they can knock it out in five or 10 minutes? Because that's their skill set. They just absolutely love it. That's when you might want to use a contractor. But it's also very, very important to be able to take action on any of those. So. If you work with a consultant and you don't follow through, guess what? It is not on that consultant that you didn't get the results. If you take a course and you don't actually apply the information and do the things that are within that course, it's not on that instructor for you not getting those results. It's on you. Same thing for the coach and contract. You can hold them accountable only if you do your part. I'm going to take that back. With a contractor, you can absolutely hold them accountable because you have paid them for a service or a product or a deliverable. And then when you are seeking out the right coach or consultant, make sure that you take a look at their testimonials, but not just the ones that they publish on their website. Seek out referrals from people who have gone through whatever it is that they offer and that they're promising you'll be able to do after engaging with them. Ask them for referrals so that it's someone that you can actually speak to. And then the last thing is just to make sure that you are comfortable, right? You wanna make sure that you're comfortable with whoever you work with. Don't feel like you're behind the eight ball or like you were pressured into anything. And most importantly, give yourself a little grace. Something I always used to remind my students in Live Soap School is never compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10, right? You don't know when you're coming into someone else's story. And comparison is the biggest trap for small business owners. So I'm hoping that with this podcast, you have learned the critical difference between the four C's when you are seeking out entrepreneurial support that's courses, coaches, consultants and contractors. I'm Zakia Ringold of Business Tech Unraveled and I'll talk to you next time.